Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. All right, uh, welcome to the show, Fist Street Soccer. I'm Nick Eber. It's great to be with you today. Uh, we have an awful lot to get to today. We really do. Uh, loads of stuff to talk about. The transfer market is in full effect, and we will, of course, be talking transfer market. Uh, there are all sorts of uh, ramifications and rumblings going on around the Women's World Cup victory. We're going to talk about that right here, Fifth Street Soccer, Nick Eber along with Kartik Krishnaya. Uh, such a pleasure to be with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Of course, on our uh, award-winning Sirius XM app, iHeart TuneIn, everywhere you want to be. Kartik, lots to get to today. Yeah, really busy day in football. The transfer market kicking on uh, into full gear. Obviously, we've got... Uh, preseason action and uh, continued uh, uh, fallout conversations from uh, the U.S. winning the Women's World Cup. Right. Now, we're going to be talking about that in a lot more detail tomorrow because the politicization of the Women's World Cup victory has become a topic worthy of discussion, and we're going to do just that. However, uh, Kartik, is, uh, you are not in, your studio, in the studio today, so I didn't want to do that while you were on the phone with us. Great. So obviously we will spend time tomorrow uh, doing that, and uh, today we'll, we'll go through everything, including some Cup of African Nation action as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, the, uh, the preseason friendlies are underway. Liverpool destroy their uh, crosstown rivals, although they're not really rivals, but they are crosstown Tranmere Rovers, the other team in Liverpool, uh, 6-0, uh, but a lot of other teams in action in preseason uh, today. But, look, the transfer market is about to get blown wide open. Uh, we're not talking about Daniel Levy. We're not talking about shake your booty at uh, uh, Manchester City. We're talking about Barcelona triggering a hundred and seven million pound release clause for Gr Antoine Griezmann. So much to talk about in the transfer market. Eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Give us a call if you've got something to say. Find us on Twitter at History Sports. Nikita Carter Krishna. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening, courtesy of the American Forces Network. Such a pleasure to be with you. We really love chatting the beautiful game. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, and we'll be right back with more after this. When is a notebook more than a notebook? When it takes me from creative writing 
to traveling the world to report my next story. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. Come in store this week for our 97-cent deals. Staples 4-pack loose sticks, Crayola 12-pack colored pencils, and our exclusive bonus pack of Crayola broad-tip markers, all just 97 cents each. Staples, back-to-school and beyond. In-store only. Offer ends 831.19. Limit 30 on Crayola markers and colored pencils, while supplies last. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have ten gold glove awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at Nationwide Retailers and Amazon. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. All right, you're back with us here on Fist Street Soccer. Nick Ebron, Kartik Krishnaya with you. Lots to get to. The transfer market is in full effect. Uh, some big stories percolating right now. Barcelona close to signing Antoine Griezmann. They've activated his £107 million release clause. That is an insane number. However, he is an insane player, and that's certainly somebody that will go a long way to ensuring their relevancy uh, going forward, not that they're irrelevant. Uh, Some other stories that we're talking about. Uh, Lawrence Koscielny with Arsenal. The captain refuses to tour in the USA, is stripped of the captaincy. We're going to talk about that. Uh, after turning, after being rejected by Sam Allardyce, looks like Newcastle are turning to Steve Bruce as manager. Uh, Kartik, loads of stories 
and another quick one. We need to follow a real potential future superstar now being uh, discussed with some of the bigger names in Europe. I wonder how much young Everton is going to sell for the Gremio player, the top scorer in Copa America. So much to look at, Kartik. Yeah, I think obviously the Griezmann news has been coming. Uh, that doesn't mean he's going to have a, a smooth exit from Atletico. Uh, they're very bitter about how they feel he's conducted himself, uh, particularly after recommitting to the club last year uh, as a World Cup winner, of course. So um, it's not um, it's not going to be a pleasant uh, a, a split between him and uh, and Atletico. And, and we know obviously uh, it hasn't always been a smooth move for other players. Ardor Turan comes to mind leaving Atletico after being in the Champions League final 2014 uh, and winning La Liga that year, Atletico, going to Barcelona, and his career really petered out. So uh, I don't, that's not going to happen to Griezmann, and Griezmann's really going to help Barca, but um, there is going to be some very bad blood in, in the air. Uh, uh, and and we, know, we know how Atletico plays football anyway, so I, I think there, uh, if I were Griezmann, I'd be prepared for a really physical battle, uh, those two uh, fixtures this season. Are you surprised? Uh, are you surprised that uh, maybe Man City didn't put in a bid for him? Um, you, know, you, you know, I think so. I think that potentially any of the top Premier League clubs or, or, or Bayern, if they're willing to spend that kind of money, uh, could have used them. Juventus is pretty much set up front, so they, they don't need him. But um, I think Barcelona was always going to be the destination. I mean, it felt like a year ago he was going, and we remember Gerard Piquet and all of the uh, the, the, the banter on social media, uh, and then he didn't go, which was quite surprised, um, surprising. Uh, and uh, Atleti, we thought this season might push for the for the La Liga title, having kept Griezmann, uh, having signed Tomas Lamar, and and made a couple other nice signings. They didn't, so now he has to fulfill that uh, bit of ambition he has. He's been in a couple Champions League finals with Atletico. Uh, he has been uh, he, he has won La Liga with Atletico, but he really hasn't been able to push on and win uh, silverware regularly and uh, be surrounded by other great attacking players. It'll be the first time in his career that he's been able to do that at the club level. So I think it's a movie you have to make, as much as uh, Atletico don't seem uh, to be amused by the way he handled it. Well, I mean, that's going to be quite a squad, isn't it? Griezmann, Messi, Suarez. You know, it's yeah. making you think potentially that's... Potentially Neymar. Potentially Neymar. I mean, but what are they going to... I mean, can you think they can get all this talent to meld together? Uh, it's a very Galactico thing, right? And we've seen Real Madrid yeah. in the Galactico era have not been able to meld all those. They've had too much talent, and they've had too many guys that have egos and can't work together. Barcelona has a different culture as a club than Real Madrid. So they have a better chance of pulling it off. But then again, you're bringing in characters from outside who are not. I mean, Neymar didn't fit the Barcelona ethos the first go-around. I don't know why they'd want him back, quite frankly. Uh, Griezmann, maybe he, he'll fit in better. We know he and Suarez have a rapport. Um, and in fact, uh, Griezmann uh, counts himself as publicly counted himself as a Uruguay fan, Uruguay national team fan, except when, of course, France plays them, as they did in the World right. Cup. But uh, he has a rapport with Suarez. I just, you know, I think, yeah, uh, Griezmann, Suarez, Messi, it's brilliant together. You bring in Neymar, I think you're, 
you're, you're, you're potentially making the situation too volatile, right, Nick? And, and it might blow up. I don't know why anyone would want Neymar, quite frankly. And I know that's controversial to say that. And, and with a valuation of $180 million. Look, are these PSG players just substantially overvalued? I mean, Mbappe's valued at $200 million. Neymar's valued at $180 million. I mean, I think PSG's just having a joke. They are having a laugh with these prices, although you can make the case that Mbappe is a World Cup winner and he has an upside in terms of his age and um, his, uh, his ability to play kind of in different roles. You can push him wide if you need to. You can play him centrally. Uh, and, and there's the best years of his career in front of him. At this point, I'm not sure Neymar has that much left uh, in front of him. A year or two at the top? He's not Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, who's in uh, uh, the elite condition and has the uh, the football IQ to adjust his game accordingly and the off-the-pitch uh, habits uh, with conditioning and fitness. Quite frankly, I think it's absolutely, when we look back, Nick, insulting that Neymar was mentioned in the same breath with Messi and, and Ronaldo for many years. I have uh, never rated Neymar. Embarrassment. I have yeah. never rated Neymar. He's never been one of my favorite players. I've always thought he was a good player, but highly overrated. Highly overrated. And uh, with a very large ego and unfortunate attitude to boot, plus uh, some questionable personal behavior, I mean, I, I, I can't see where that 100, uh, what did I say, 130, 180 million uh, euro valuation for this guy's coming from. I wouldn't pay it. And if, honestly, if Liverpool paid it, I'd be really upset. Yeah, I don't know why Barcelona wants to pay it. In fact, I, I'm not sure they will, okay? So um, I, I think PSG may be stuck with him, and I, PSG's not going to want not going to know what to do with him. They're not going to want him in the dressing room any longer. I think that that's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, uh, the yeah. Uh, chairman has made it very clear without mentioning him by name. Um, the, the chairman of, of PSG, um, Nasser, Fired off just this, this uh, and we didn't talk about it because it was the middle of the Women's World Cup, but this, uh, just this tirade about uh, about uh, uh, him, that person. You know, he didn't mention Neymar by name, but basically said, we don't want this guy in the club. I mean, he was pretty direct about it without mentioning Neymar's name. So I don't know what happens to him. Maybe he goes back to Santos. And, and, and like so many Brazilian players who, who flamed down in Europe before the age of 30 and go back there, uh, Rubinho comes to mind as one. Um, and Ro- even Ronaldinho went back. Uh, Adriano at a very young age, uh, or fit relatively young age. They don't seem uh, – some of these guys just don't have the work ethic. Uh, well, well, well hold, on, hold on a minute. Hold on. I mean, look, he's under contract to PSG till 2022. I mean, I, right. I, I can't see him going to Santos. Santos isn't going to come up with a €180 million euro valuation for him. Not in a million but, years. But are they going to want to loan him out? If, if, if you are – um, PSG at this point, you don't want him in that dressing room. You want and to sell him. Hoping that you're going to sell him. You're going to turn to Manchester United. You're going to say, "Listen, he's valued at 180. We'll give it to you. We'll give you give him to you for 90." Yeah, and United being desperate and desperate to sell shirts will probably do it. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, but you know, I don't know how well Neymar will fit into the Premier League. I think it just might be a little bit too physical for him. I don't know. We should. Uh, what do you think? Is he a Premier League player? Oh well, yeah, he's a Premier League player. He'll be good, but he won't be great. He'll they'll have the same problems with him that they've had with Pogba because they won't know how to use him ultimately. They won't have complimentary players. He'll sulk in the dressing room. Yeah, he's a Premier League player, but is he 
uh, a 90 million pound Premier League player? No. Would I pay for him what Liverpool paid for Allison or Van Dyke? Obviously, different positions. No. Uh, I wouldn't pay nearly as much for Neymar as, I did, as Liverpool did for those two guys. So, no, I, I think he's a Premier League player, but not, not an elite player in the Premier League or any other uh, top league in Europe. All right, we're talking transfer market here on uh, Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. There's lots more to talk about. We were talking about how the transfer market was kind of quiet during the tournament season. The tournament season is over. We're now on that wonderful on-ramp as we get ready to the kickoff of the European season's beginning of August. Uh, but there are loads of transfer news to talk about. We will talk about more of it when we come back. 800-878-7529. Those are the digits. Give us a call. 800-878-7529. Love to hear from you. Nick and Kartik. We'll be right back after this. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. That's 800 uh, You're back with Nick and Kartik on Fifth Street Soccer. Uh, we're talking transfer market, which is now uh, fully in effect. Uh, but some big stories still. We've got uh, managerial uh, appointment at Newcastle United. We've got interesting, interesting problems developing at Arsenal. Why don't we deal with that one first? Uh, Kartik, Lauren Koscielny, the captain of Arsenal, refused to travel on the preseason tour, the club's uh, preseason tour to the U.S., uh, he's out of contract at the end of this season, uh, now stripped of the captaincy. What's going on there? I think it's uh, a very bad sign. Koscielny wants to return to France, uh, play with one of the top teams in Liga. Uh, it's, a, it's a sign that the uh, lack of investment by Stan Kroenke, the lack of, um, I think, effort, by Kroenke to back uh, Unai Emery in the transfer market. I mean, not even uh, lack of backing. He didn't back them at all, right? Um, relative to where Arsenal's ambitions are, are and their revenue and, and their, their fan base, quite frankly. Um, I think now has Koscielny, as a longtime captain and as a really good servant of that club who's played through so many injuries the last few years, uh, kind of set up. I think you've also probably got other players in that dressing room, veteran players who are fed up and perhaps Emery himself is fed up. I, I, I have to think that Unai Emery took the job under the assurance, yes, they were bringing in the director of football and changing the setup from the very kind of arbitrary decision-making of Arsene Wenger, but that he would be back in the transfer market and they would go out and get the type of quality players that could push them into the top four. Um, I think, Nick, I've said on the show before, I thought Emery did a pretty good job last season, given Arsenal did not have the level of quality in their squad that the other top six sides did, that the other five teams in the top six did. Uh, now I think they're falling even further behind as Spurs spend, as Chelsea with Frank Lampard comes in with probably a new manager bounce, plus uh, bringing a lot of the players that they had on, on loan back to the club. And uh, we know Manchester United is going to spend money. Uh, they've already brought in Bissaka and, and, and Daniel James. Uh, and well, we we're, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about that, but, but but really what I want to do, Kartik, is I want to look. I mean, look, the top six, United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, and City. Let's take a look at each of these teams briefly and see where they're at. I mean, the biggest surprise for me is that City have already spent uh, 70, almost 80 million pounds on new players already uh, in terms of Rodri, uh, Angelino, and Zach Steffen. That is an enormous amount of money for this club to spend. They've not recouped anyone. I think Mari went to Flamengo uh, for a million or so. I mean, financial fair play means nothing here uh, for any of these clubs. Let's be honest. 
Uh, but Man City, who finished with 98 points, have now added uh, a, a most ridiculous number. Uh, what did we? What did I just say? 80 million pounds. Uh, Liverpool, yeah. uh, you know. Well, and by the way, Rodri is their. By the way, Rodri is their record signing. So for yeah, all know. the money Manchester yep. City has spent in the last decade, they've never bought, bought a player that expensive. And they just won the league. So that's pretty telling. They think they, they need to keep spending the whole Liverpool off. That's my take on it, by the way. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, and quite and, and the age of these. I mean, Rodri's 23, Angelino's 22, Zach Steffen, the goalkeeper uh, from Columbus Crews, 24 years old. I mean, they're all buying young. If you look at Liverpool, I mean, they've really bought young. They bought Sepp van der Berg from Zwolle, this sort of six foot three big Dutch center back. He's so young. He's 17 years old. I'll be very surprised if we see him play much this season. Uh, but, you know, this is really interesting. I expect Liverpool probably to make a couple more signings, but Kartik, I don't expect big money signings. Having said that, they've had uh, a couple of seasons of spending uh, big money. Chelsea, despite a transfer ban, spent $40 million on Mateo Kovacic, who was already at the club on loan, so it, it, it flew in under the radar. And as you quote, so rightly put, uh, they are bringing a lot of the loan players back, by the way, including, what, £50 million rated uh, Christian Pulisic, who will be like a yep. new player for them. By the way, we talk about uh, Liverpool. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain is like a new player for them. Yeah, well, Oxlade-Chamberlain is one of the best English players. Uh, the question is, will he be back to the kind of player he was before the injury? So he was an explosive player who could play wide or play in the middle. We know he left Arsenal because he wanted to play centrally, which uh, – is then what Jurgen Klopp let him do. But since his injury, you've seen Ginny Wijnaldum turn into a fantastic central midfielder. You've seen Navi Keita, who's injured now, but uh, Keita joined the team. You've seen Fabinho join the team. Um, and you still have Jordan Henderson. So the question about Ox being back is, does this push Ox into a wide position as a backup someplace he doesn't want to be? Is it, does he end up like Adam Lallana, who was so good before his injury, maybe the best technical player England has produced in the last decade, Lalana. Uh, but once he was injured and you had that front line of Salah, Mane, and Firmino, and you had the midfielders I just listed, there was no place for him to play. So that's the question about Ox. Now, I think Ox uh, might get on with it a little better, uh, but he still is going to have a hard time breaking back into this team. Well... He is, but uh, that's more depth for them. Let's look at Tottenham. I mean, we're going to talk about this in in a bit more detail, but Daniel Levy uh, finding his way to spend £62 million already on uh, a great signing, by the way, Dombele with, uh, from Lyon, and also young yeah. Jack Clark is 18, uh, coming from, uh, uh, coming from uh, where did he come from? Leeds, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, le- but let's bring this full circle to Arsenal. Uh, and Man United, by the way, so far bringing Juan Bissaka in for fifty million and uh, Daniel James for fifteen million. Uh, two other really young players, twenty-one years old, twenty-one years old, right? Uh, so United spending sixty, sixty-four, sixty-five million. Hey, look, even Wolves have spent forty-six million so far. But Arsenal, Arsenal have spent six million pounds only, and they got rid of Ospina and they got three million of that back, so they're net two point eight. Kartik. We have to face up to this. And if you are a Guna, if you're listening to this broadcast, uh, know that I have no animosity towards your club whatsoever. Arsenal are no longer a big club. 
despite a beautiful yeah, stadium. Yeah, it seems like uh, Kroenke uh, is just trying to pocket the money right now, not spend. And uh, again, if I'm Unai Emery, um, I- I'm not saying he walks yet, but if I'm Unai Emery, I'm thinking about it. I'm beginning to, to give ultimatums behind closed doors about spending and having a competitive squad. Because what we saw last season is Arsenal played uh, punched above their weight um, for, for much of the season. Then at the end of the year, they were dead. They just didn't have the quality in their squad or the depth to compete. Their back line was a mess. That's why they needed Koscielny to play, quite frankly, despite all his injuries, to play once a week without training, that sort of thing. Um, now, Emre, who you know, still got them to the Europa League final, finished, uh, what, two or three points out of the top four, uh, was expecting a big, big turnover this summer. They haven't gotten it. They lose Aaron Ramsey on a free, really inexcusable. Uh, Juventus swoops in, gets him on a Bosman. Um, he's going to help Juventus in the Champions League. No two ways about that. Uh, and uh, you haven't replaced him with anyone comparable or even attempted to, quite honestly. Well, and that, and, and that is exactly it. And that's why I'm saying this club, you know, now maybe we understand just how difficult the task for Arsene Wenger was. And uh, previously, I was always the one to point the finger at Wenger, say, you know, he's a great manager, but he's old school. He hates to spend money. Now we can see the problem wasn't Arsene Wenger and just how good was his management over these years that he could afford to win the Wenger Trophy Champions League qualification every year. Yeah, I mean, you know, the reality of the situation is that Wenger was a, a top manager still. And a lot of Arsenal fans didn't quite get uh, that the, the club had financial limitations put on them, which is why... Um, later in his career, he went for bargains. You know, guys like uh, Rob Holding, who they bought from uh, from Bolton, I believe it was, for and it really has paid off. Callum Chambers, those sorts of players. He just wasn't given the resources to compete with the other top clubs, but he kept them in the top four. And I think when history is written, Nick, uh, Arsene Wenger is going to go down as one of the great managers in English football history. I mean, he really was. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely agree hey. with you. Yeah, and obviously changed changed the league for the better as well in terms of style and in terms of uh, nutrition, fitness, that sort of thing. But uh, Arsenal are in a real bad place now. They may they're going to get caught by Leicester uh, or Wolves potentially this season if they don't spend. They might not even finish in the top six. Everton also probably need to get their heels. Well, interestingly enough, uh, I had John Barr on yesterday on the show, and he is actually picking Leicester, who've already spent. 70 million pounds, okay? Bringing in, uh, 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 well, who's that bringing? Telemann from Monaco and Perez from Newcastle. I mean, 70 million pounds they've spent at Leicester already. He's picking Leicester to make the Champions League next year. Yeah, I think they have a very good shot. I, I had already said that at the end of last season that I thought if things went the way I thought they might in the summer, Leicester were going to finish ahead of Man United and Arsenal. I wasn't sure if they would finish ahead of Chelsea or Spurs. I, I'm not sure fourth or fifth for them right now. But Perez and Tailman's both massive signings. Really, two of the best signings maybe this summer already. All right. We're talking transfer market. Nikki Bacartic, Krishna with you. The Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. And I might say the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you're listening on one of our other digital platforms, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, 
uh, or you're listening via the American Forces Network or an affiliate station of the Sports Byline Network. We are the most distributed soccer show in America, by the way. You're listening to it right now. And we're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We hope you will make us a regular part of your week. You know, just like a visit to, uh, what do you do every week? Then another gardener comes. All right, be back after this. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. At Indeed, we understand that when it comes to hiring, it's important to have a large talent pool to choose from. But sometimes too many good options can be overwhelming. That's why Indeed doesn't just give you access to a large pool of job seekers. We also offer screener tools that let you instantly narrow down your search. Hone in on hiring with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com promo. Terms and conditions apply. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks with a 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Well, the transfer market really is uh, getting hot and heavy. We've been waiting a while for this to happen. I am personally, after watching the uh, Copa America, very interested to see where young Everton, uh, not the not Everton the team, but Everton, 
The Brazilian player plays for Grêmio. Uh, top scorer in uh, Copa America had six goals. Uh, I'm really fascinated to see uh, where this young man, who, who at the age of, what, 21 or 22, already has a uh, Copa Libertadores win, a Copa America win, a uh, Recopa Sudamericana win, a uh, top scorer. He's only valued at about 18 million pounds right now. I have to think someone in Europe's going to come in with a big money move for this kid. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's going to get a big move in the next few weeks would be my guess. Uh, there hasn't been anything substantive happened uh, because of Copa, but I, I, he was already on the radar for a lot of teams uh, in uh, in Europe before the Copa America. Now I think uh, you're going to see him uh, make the jump and uh, uh, has been on um, you know, just fantastic for Gremio, obviously, and has been on the mark now for Brazil. Really, Brazil hasn't missed Neymar. Um, and uh, <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Bring it around to the Neymar discussion, but you're so right. And with young talent like this coming through, I mean, this is the future of Brazilian football. I mean, Neymar's out in the cold. And on top of which, his penchant for raping women uh, is putting him in bad stead. Yeah, and I think Brazil seemed a much more cohesive and unified unit without Neymar, with Everton yeah. Everton leading the line. You had Jesus and Firmino doing what they do so well. Uh, you had the contributions uh, from the likes of David Neres, who had a great year at Ajax. Uh, Artur uh, Casemiro had a good uh, Copa America. So I think you're talking about a oh, core of players. And, and, and the guy at Everton, uh, I'm blank, blanking right now. Oh, oh Richardson. Uh, Richardson, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You just have a core of Brazilian players who got on with it, right? Without but, Neymar, they were stronger. They were a yeah, better but, unit. But Kartik, isn't this interesting? Because if you if you make that same comparison to Argentina, and look, I love Lionel Messi. He's a wonderful player. But maybe uh, but the problem is is you don't just get messy with Argentina. You get messy, messy because you get the family with him, and the family likes to run the national team. Is it possible Argentina will be better off without Messi, like Brazil is better off without Neymar? Um, Sweden were better off without Ypres. Also, they got to the quarterfinals of the uh, of uh, the World Cup. Uh, that's often forgotten after they didn't qualify in fourteen. Now, granted, they. They ended up in a playoff with Portugal. They weren't going to get by that. But uh, after they didn't qualify in 14 and struggled in the Euros in 16 with Ibra, in 18, they went to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. I mean, it's it's kind of irrefutable evidence that sometimes taking that superstar out of the team, those teams improve because there is all, and we know Ibra is a similar character, right? There's all the baggage that comes with them. Quite frankly, for England, it went really well at the last World Cup once you had Wayne Rooney out of the team. That's, you know, that maybe that's harsh on Rooney. But sometimes it just works that way. And I think it's more likely to work that way than Ar- with Argentina than people think. I've heard people say, well, Argentina is Messi and a bunch of 10 other guys. That's actually not true. It's 10 other guys because Messi has that force of personality that, that kind of controls wow. everything that goes on around them. But uh, they probably will be better without him. That's, that's my well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, come on, you, yeah, but I mean, you've got great players like Sergio Aguero, Dybala. I mean, there's lots of fabulous players on Argentina outside of just Messi. Uh, but you know, you can make that. It, it, it's tough to say that about Lionel Messi because he is 
himself a great player. He has always been a team player and a big part of the teams that he's played for, whereas I think Neymar has not. Yeah, but as yeah, you mentioned, yeah. the baggage. I mean, I mean, Messi's baggage is his family and, 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 their, and their desire to meddle with the uh, politics and internal structure of the Argentine national team. But look, uh, it is fascinating to see this Brazilian team, to bring it full circle, lots of young talent, uh, Everton being one, I fully expect him to move. Uh, let's go up to Tyneside for a minute because Newcastle United, look, losing Rafa Benitez, an absolute, absolute disaster for this club. I cannot believe Mike Ashley wouldn't give him the control that he desired because he performed so wonderfully for this club over the last few years he's been there. Uh, Sam Allardyce would have been a disastrous signing for, for Newcastle, an old-school manager in every way, shape, or form, um, and uh, he turned it down. But now it looks like they've gone to Steve Bruce, a man who, quite frankly, has had uh, more managerial appointments than, uh, I don't know, I've had uh, doctor's appointments. Yeah, and, and uh, Steve Bruce uh, uh, did not get the job done at Aston Villa. It took Dean Smith to come in. And really, uh, and, and, and Bruce was given a lot of time there. Really kind of shake that side up. Bruce has been sacked everywhere he's been. Uh, Hull, he did an okay job, actually. I would say he did a pretty good job there before he left there. Uh, but Sunderland, it didn't end well. Uh, it, it didn't really end well. Uh, the second stint, uh, I believe, at Crystal Palace. Uh, obviously, he did okay at Wigan. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking of the clubs he's been at. Birmingham, I think he was at at one point. He was definitely at Sheffield United. Uh, he's been at Sheffield Maybe Wednesday one. now. Name me one successful run he's had as a manager. Well, he's never stayed anywhere very long. I mean, I think he had Wigan in a in a good place, right, when he left uh, to go to uh, to uh, uh, Sunderland, um, and uh, Roberto Martinez took over from there. But no, he's never had like a sustained run. I mean, Birmingham City, same thing. Uh, had had you know good years here and there. But talk about old school. He's a very old-school manager, and I think Sam Allardyce is a, at least able to get results and keep teams in, in, in a division. I'm not sure about Steve Bruce with this Newcastle side. Uh, quite frankly, losing Rafa Benitez might be it for them. That, that might just send them down. Uh, when you have a manager that good, working with so little resources, um, and uh, has all the fans on side, uh, I, if you're Mike Ashley, you're trying to maintain the value of your club since we know he's the stingiest, penny, uh, biggest penny pincher. He's been in perfectly in U.S. soccer, actually. Mike Ashley would be the <laughs> ideal owner, in, ideal owner in Major League Soccer. But the one thing he had going for him is that he had Rafa Benitez. I mean, how you screw that up is beyond me. So uh, they're my early favorite to go down, Newcastle. Well, you know, look, Steve, Steve Bruce is uh, in the period between 1998 and 2001. Four years, he was at Sheffield, Huddersfield, Wigan, Wigan Palace, and finally settled at Birmingham City, where he did have a seven-year run. He did two years at Wigan again. Uh, then he did two years at Sunderland. He did four years at Hull, uh, two years at Villa. Uh, what, less than two seconds at Sheffield Wednesday, and now apparently at Newcastle United. I, I think this is a terrible signing. Look, we we've been talking a lot over the last few months, Kartik, about the modern athlete and the type of profile of manager that gets the most out of them, the type of manager they relate to. 
you know, the old school Harry Redknapp style of management is a thing of the past. We're even seeing this with Jose Mourinho. The sort of autocratic style of management just doesn't really fly anymore with these kids. They're, they're too entitled. They're too good. They're too well-trained. Uh, these aren't poor kids that have come up uh, through the council blocks who are happy to be there. Uh, you know, who have to be trained out of bad habits of drinking too much and eating too many pies. Uh, these yeah. are kids that have been raised almost as professional athletes uh, from uh, from their early days. And it just takes a different type of manager. And guys like Allardyce, guys like Redknapp, guys like Steve Bruce, and one could almost say guys like Jose Mourinho, I just think are too old and aren't in touch with this anymore. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the one thing that's different about Allardyce is Allardyce is very innovative still in how he uses analytics uh, to scout opposition and how he uses um, sports science. Uh, guys like Bruce uh, don't do that, Tony Pulis, et cetera. So uh, Allardyce um, is, I think, equally negative and equally kind of um, regressive in how he deals with the players one-on-one. But he actually uh, has a little more to his management style than those guys. But uh, Steve Bruce is a potentially disastrous appointment. Now, I should mention he is a Geordie. Uh, he did grow up a Newcastle fan before he went off to play for Manchester United. Um, he supposedly still has Alex Ferguson's ear, but beyond that, I, I cannot see any reason you would make this appointment. But again, I think uh, the, the general reaction has been, Nick, since uh, Rafa Benitez walked, um, that Newcastle will be relegated. It, it's just a matter of how, how disastrous this season is this going to be. Are they going to end up with 15 points, or are they going to push to try and stay up with 30 or 35? Uh, it, it might be a 15 or 20 point season. They could be that bad. Uh, they've stayed in the league only because of him the last two seasons. And he's actually not only kept them in the league, he's, uh, you know, they've kind of stabilized somewhat mid table uh, under Benitez with zero money to spend. They spent less money, uh, Nick, than any team in the division the last two seasons. I don't understand it. And, and if you are a long-suffering Geordie, a long-suffering member of the Toon Army, you have to be just kicking yourself because if Mike Ashley had signed Rafa Benitez, it would have signaled, we are not happy with mid-table mediocrity. We think we've got the leader to take us forward. I'm going to back him. We're going to make a push to do something to really move up the table and 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 you know compete for a European spot, whether it's uh, you know whether it's Europa League or you know God forbid top six spots. And quite honestly, the, I, I think four of the top six spots have never looked shakier. I mean, you know, if you think yeah. that there's an opportunity there, there's an opportunity. And I think, you know, Newcastle supporters just have to be looking at this saying, you know, until this guy goes, we just got to be lucky to be alive. Yeah, so uh, our friend Robbie Earl, who, who's obviously on NBC Sports, uh, said what Mike Ashley has is a Champions League manager with a championship budget and a championship squad. And that's what Rafa Benitez was, a Champions League manager with a championship budget and a championship squad. But he got that championship squad on championship wages to mid-table, two successive years. Yeah. And how does, uh, uh, how does Ashley thank him? See, uh, uh, we're going to go with a cheaper option, which uh, means they will be relegated. And they are a massive club. They are a club with massive support. And uh, their supporters have had about enough of Ashley. Not they've had they had enough a long time ago of Ashley, but now I, I'm I'm wondering if we're going to see 
fan, more fan protests and more fan boycotts because the only thing keeping the Newcastle supporter on side was the fact that Rafa Benitez was their manager and they had so much respect for him as a man and for the job he had done at their club. Now, all bets are off. I think Ashley is really in for it and he's not going to be able to sell this club for the, for the amount he thinks he's going to be able to sell it for. Well, on top of which, uh, that's gone very, very quiet, Kartik. Have you heard anything on that front about the buyout? Yeah, what I've heard is that both, both of the buyouts that fell through was because he asked for too much money. He overvalued the con- club. He was trying to pinch every penny out of the club. Like I said, Mike Ashley would be the ideal American owner in Major League Soccer because all he cares about is profit. All he cares about is pinching pennies and, and, and squeezing every penny out of the football club. And at a historic, traditional club like Newcastle, he was absolutely the wrong fit. And he has been since day one. This has been going on since the second he bought that club. Wow. Big trouble. Big trouble in Tyneside. Well, you know, I, I'm sorry for my friends that are Geordies and Newcastle supporters. Uh, it's going to be tough going this year and probably many more years until Ashley goes. All right, you're listening to Fistry Soccer, Nick and Kartik with you. We'll be back to wrap it up here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. In the meantime, find us on Twitter uh, at Fifth Street Sports. And by the way, tomorrow we are going to get into the politicization of the Women's World Cup and the United States women. Uh, it's going to be a contentious and controversial show tomorrow. Be sure to tune in. All right, we'll be right back after this. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. All right, uh, been a great hour, lots of football to talk about, but we do it every day, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on Sports Byline on Dan Patrick Sports Series XM 211. Uh, we love doing this. There's so much to get to, but tomorrow, Kartik, we got a really controversial topic. Let's talk about the politicization of the Women's World Cup team tomorrow. Uh, so many issues to get there, so many voices from both sides. Yeah, so much to talk about. Obviously, Trump versus Rapino has taken the headlines with a lot more to it than that. And uh, voices from all over the, uh, the political world, the uh, political blogosphere and media world chiming in, people who quite frankly know nothing about football. By the way, I love that Megan Rapino calls the sport football. That is, uh, right away, it's a lot of, uh, you know, of people in the United States. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow night. Yeah, I am surprised at the level of vitriol sent the way of the championship, world champion women's national team. I thought in America we loved winners and we expected our athletes to do just that. But apparently I'm wrong. Look, we'll talk about it tomorrow. In the meantime, we love doing this. And we hope you'll make us a regular part of your week. That's right, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Be sure to tune in and join Kartik and I for a healthy discussion about the world of football, the round ball, the beautiful game. You know which one we're talking about. In the meantime, find us on Twitter at 5th Street Sports. That's 5TH Street Sports. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports. By the way, look for us on Twitter. We put up podcast links at the end of every show. If you missed the show or missed some of it and you want to catch the rest of it, you can always find it there. In the meantime, have a great night, and we'll check in with you tomorrow. Cheers. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.